Hi healers, it's Allison here. So I want to tell you a little bit more about how Taylor and I got started with our podcast and the platform we've been using, which is Anchor, has been so user-friendly and so amazing. I just want to tell anyone else out there that is thinking about starting a podcast, Anchor is the way to go. First of all, it's completely free, so hello. Second of all, there's so many creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It's crazy. I'm recording this right from my phone, and it literally just looks like the record button on your videos or your Instagram. So it really is such a user-friendly platform, and the coolest thing is, is you can add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes too. And the possibilities are seriously endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never even seen before. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And like I said, it's so user-friendly. I recommend Anchor. Go to anchor.fm to get started or the Anchor app. See you later, healers. Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Taylor. And together, we're the Anxiety Chicks. Each week, we will dive deep into a different topic about anxiety and the real-life experiences we all go through, while giving you all the top tools and tips you need for your journey to recovery. Our degrees may say therapist and dietitian, but together we are just real chicks on our own healing journeys too. Join us as we take you from panic to power and reduce the stigma of mental health. Remember, you're never alone and we're all in this together. Hi, healers. Allison here. So I want to talk to you all a little bit about one of our new sponsors, BetterHelp. I'm so excited to tell you about this online counseling platform because as a licensed therapist, I'm a huge advocate of mental health awareness and truly believe in providing affordable counseling services to anyone, anywhere. Let's face it, there's so many areas in the United States and around the world that can make it so difficult to find affordable counseling. And especially if you live in a more rural area, it can be really hard to find a counselor, which is why I love this online platform. BetterHelp is an online mental health healing platform that provides online counseling and matches you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's a professional counseling service done securely online and is available worldwide. What's even better is that there are a number of different licensed counselors who specialize in all different areas of mental health. BetterHelp makes it so easy to log onto your account at any time and contact your therapist directly. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses and can schedule as many weekly video or phone sessions as you would like. As a therapist, I know that it's not always possible to find the right therapist for your needs, especially the very first time. So BetterHelp has actually made it so easy to facilitate great therapeutic matches. And if you don't find a connection with your first counselor, there's absolutely no charge to change counselors if you ever need to. How amazing is that? And if you find that you're struggling financially, they also have financial aid available. So we have a special offer for all Anxiety Chick listeners today. Sign up now and receive 10% off your first month. Just visit betterhelp.com slash the Anxiety Chicks. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, slash the Anxiety Chicks and join over 50. 
500,000 people who are taking charge of healing their mental health with an experienced counselor today. And we are so excited because we're talking about a topic today that is kind of near and dear to my heart, which maybe I shouldn't say because it's telling a lot about my family and the way um, it goes during the holidays. But we're talking about holiday anxiety. Pretty fitting, I think, for this time of year. Yeah. Next week's Thanksgiving. And it's kind of... It's kind of hard too because I feel like a lot of people are like celebrating right now because they're like, "Woo, we don't have to be with family." But then, like some families are like, "No, we're still getting together." Yeah, yeah. Some some yeah. families will. I mean, it is, and I mean, depending on when this episode comes out, it might be after Thanksgiving. Sorry, but um, we're recording us before Thanksgiving, so we wanted to just kind of talk a little bit about the holidays, and that includes Thanksgiving, it includes Christmas, it includes Hanukkah, it includes whatever you celebrate, Kwanzaa, um, and honestly, whatever you don't celebrate, because there's stress even not during like those actual days. It's just like, and we'll talk more about this, it's just the stress of even society and holidays of this year. You know what I mean? Just like- 100%. Everywhere you yeah. go, you see everything and everything pressure to – so I don't know. Like anyway, I, I, I want to get into this because I feel like I did I did like a presentation about this actually for um, a kind of a networking group that I did. Like I was part of like a couple of years ago and I learned even so much more about the stress and the holidays even doing this. And so I want to ask you, Taylor, if you could guess, there's five – um, and doing my research, there's five areas of like life that create the most stress during the holidays. Like, what do you think causes the most stress during the holidays? If you could guess, um, like broad topics or narrow, like like broad, you know, like broad. So like, broad would money things. be one? Yes, money's one. Okay, so finances, uh, money. relationships. Um, so like like in laws, family, family, yeah, yeah family. family, money. Um. Ooh, lost grief. Yes, death of a loved one. Wow, yeah. you're good. Um, let's see. These two are kind of a little. There's bit two more. Yeah. Oh, geez. So, uh, give me a hint. Okay, so one that we talk about all the time with our anxiety and what's related to our anxiety. A lot of times, me and you, you especially. Symptoms. Well. <laughs> yeah, that goes hand in hand. Like health. Like health. The way, okay. Yeah. So so if you so like um health health, whether it's with yourself, and that might actually be even more of a stressor this year with like COVID and stuff. So it's either your own health or your health yeah. of your loved ones. Like that actually okay. causes a little bit more stress because a lot of times if you are technically traveling or anything like that, you're seeing people, you worry about that. I also feel like people get like pressure to make significant life changes on January 1st. Right. Right. Well, <laughs> so, and yeah, that makes sense. you think about it too. I mean, during the holidays, you have more parties, right? Maybe you might be eating right. or drinking a little bit more than you're usually right. doing and your health isn't the greatest. Um, okay. This last one, I'll just tell you because it's a little bit difficult, but um, loneliness. Oh yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that, um, you know, feel certain anxiety and and stress because maybe they don't necessarily have somewhere to go for certain holidays and yeah. and they can feel really lonely. Um, 
So yeah, but what do you think out of those? Is there something that you feel like is most triggering for you during the holiday? For for the holidays? Especially this year. So uh, my fiance's family is very like they're not strict about COVID. Not that not that they're not strict about COVID, but they're very like, we're gonna live our lives like we're young, we're healthy, um, that type. And I'm very like opposite right now. So their tri- their idea is so his parents are divorced. So his mom, his brother just moved to Lake Tahoe. So his mom is planning a like trip for her and his sister to fly out there and like get a place in Lake Tahoe, go skiing. And once uh, my fiance and I to fly out there and stay with them for two days, and then we drive to Napa, where it's literally all burnt down, nothing to see, and spend two days with his dad and his dad's fiance and their family. And I'm like, that is so many people. We'd be flying into SFO, San Francisco uh, Airport. Oh my gosh, yeah. And so I am. I literally had a mental breakdown last night. Oh my gosh. I feel like and I feel so much pressure. Like they are travel bunnies and like I I love them, but like I'm not, you know? And and it makes me feel like I'm a bad guy for not going or I'm mean or snobby for not going or like above them. But that's not how it is. It's just that like and I've missed so many trips, guys. Like my anxiety cuz they're like world travelers. Like they like to go all over the world and yeah. I'm very like nope I'm good yeah. you know well and so, especially now too with with covid that's like an extra layer of anxiety is the covid oh, traveling and covid you're telling me I'm like I'm literally flying into california like no so so what and then you- exposing myself to so his sister goes to pepperdine in malibu mm-hmm. and who knows who she's been around right it's like I know, and like, and my fiance is like, they're all taking precautions, and it's like I don't know that. Like, his brother works, his sister goes to college, his mom lives in Arkansas, so it's like all these people coming together from all these, and it's causing me so much anxiety that I feel like I, and I know I've had messages from people as well who um, are feeling this way with with COVID. A lot of families still want to get together, and the in laws are like, we want to see the kids, we want to see the family, like we're all. Uh, we'll be as safe as we can, but it's like, I feel like these gatherings, it's not going to be good. Oh my God. So, okay. So do you, are you going to go to the, you're doing this then? Yeah. So my parents talked to me last night because I told them how I was feeling. I felt like I needed to vent because I was like, I'm feeling so overwhelmed right now. Um, And my parents were like, you either need to make the decision to go or not go, but you can't sit in the middle and obsess over and being negative and you're going to miss the holidays right before your eyes because and and it's true i woke up and i'm like how is it november 17th yeah oh my you gosh. know it's like time is just flying because i yeah. feel like i'm sitting in this like obsessive state of like what do i do right like my wedding's in march I, my grandma is 86. So it's like there's just so many things where it's like my heart is being pulled in so right. many directions of like this COVID's really hard, guys. It's it's really hard on relationships and feeling different opinions with everyone. Everyone at this point in COVID has an opinion of how where they stand. I mean, I will I will say that 
like if you're listening to this and you can kind of relate to Taylor about being pulled in different directions and, you know, with in-laws or your family or not even in-laws, but maybe just your parents are pressuring you or like yeah. other people are pressuring you to come to, to Thanksgiving. You don't feel safe right now or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's okay to say no. Yeah. Like it really is. Honestly, it really like is. it's okay to be like, I don't feel comfortable right now. I don't feel like I don't feel safe right now to be around this. And that's what I need yeah. to do for me. And you're setting a boundary for yourself. That's very healthy. And obviously Which the Which is hard if you're a people pleaser with anxiety. It's so hard because then I know, you feel but selfish. It's so important. I know. I know. It's so important. I know it's hard. It's hard. I know a 100%. lot of people listening to this are going to have to be uh, making a decision. 100. I think this holidays is the hardest one. Honestly. I mean, it's, it's literally – so like – Give yourself permission to say no. You know, okay. the reason that you're setting boundaries with people sometimes when this even without the holidays is because those are probably people that pressure you a lot, right? Like, yes, by nature, a lot of people with anxiety are people pleasers. But like we also need to surround ourselves with people that understand that when we do say no, whether it's because of our anxiety or COVID, whatever it is, that they still love us and they still right. are okay with the reason we're saying no. And it's not, it's okay. It'll be okay. Right? Like, And it's like, I, I think they'd be okay. It's <clears throat> my brain that goes on those like, oh, well, they're probably like talking about me and like, da, da, da. It's, it's probably not happening. I know. I know. You know, I know, but it's like, I can't, I can't help but obsess over that. And it's just like, I just know so many people this year with all the holidays right in a row we're all going to feel a certain way, especially if you live in one state and your parents live in another. Like they haven't seen you. Maybe maybe they only see you on holidays. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's, I think that I, I actually, I'll give you a couple ways to cope with your family, by the way, if it's pretty toxic and you have to see your family around the holidays um, because there are people that you're going to see them, right? And, right? and, you know, it's okay to say no. But again, if you go and you feel like, you, you, maybe you do, you want to see your family. Maybe you're even listening to this and you're like, I actually want to see them. Right. Like even yeah. if we have to stay 10 feet away and we have all have to wear masks, like I still want to be around my family in the holidays. So sometimes it can be hard because you do, even if it's like not your immediate family, you always have, there's always sort of like that one toxic person or like something just that someone that maybe drinks too much or like Right, right. Has drama, like there's just, or you might have different opinions. I mean, this year's election was very heightened with, with, you know, different opinions you either, and beliefs. Yeah. You so, either have election opinions, right? COVID so opinions. There are going to be conversations if you end up having to see people throughout the holidays that yeah. are going to be hard to have. So the first thing I will say that's so important is if you are in this that those situations with people, like pick your battles, right? Yeah. So like a lot of times. A lot of times what happens when you have different beliefs or different opinions, like you can get into like power struggles with conversations with people, right? Like he, like she needs to be right. No, I need to be right. No, she yeah. needs to be right. And you just go back and forth about like why you think you're right. And that person says why they think they're right. And it's just this constant back and forth battle. Yeah. And at some point it's so much free. It's so freeing and so much, so liberating to literally just be like, you know what? Yeah. that. I agree to disagree. Like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. You have your opinion and I get it. I respect it. Anyway, um, you know, I, I think it's going to snow tomorrow. You know, I don't know. Change <laughs> the subject. But picking your battles is literally going to make you feel so free. Yeah. 
really. And just, just being aware of that. So that's one suggestion. The other thing I would do is like, be careful about criticizing other people about things. So again, you're going to hear a lot of different opinions, probably, you know, just try your best to kind of like, one thing that I, I've learned that is so amazing how to diffuse things when you start feeling like, and I know this might seem out of the blue, but somehow find something about the person and compliment them on it. So whether yeah. it's something they're wearing or something you heard about their job or something and just be like, oh yeah, I heard that, um, you know, I heard that little Johnny just, you know, <laughs> got, you know, got, I don't know, maybe they have a kid, right? Maybe little Johnny got, you know, did well in soccer the other day or um, that color blue looks so good on you. You should wear blue more often. Always diffuses something. I mean, I will tell you a compliment is like the best thing that you can do in certain moments where there's tension oh, and yeah. stuff. And kill them with kindness. Yeah. And honestly, I don't even care if you have to lie a little bit. Like just show someone some kindness these this holiday season. Honestly. It'll make right. you feel better. I'm not even kidding. It will. I fully so agree. that's yeah, best not to criticize. And then <clears throat> and then the one we were just talking about, which is the huge one, is to you have a choice to say no. <laughs> to go. <laughs> or uh, not even that, but also, and I know traveling is hard. You're talking about traveling, but if you are somewhere where you're driving, like maybe, I don't know, half hour, or maybe you have to drive just for the day for a couple, limit your time. Like you don't, don't have, don't feel pressure to people be like, oh, you're leaving already. Oh my gosh. Come on. Like decide right now I'm going to stay from one to three and that's what I'm doing. And that's what I feel safe with. And that's totally okay. That's a boundary. Yeah. It's like, it's so hard for me because I, you know, we've talked about this in our travel uh, episode, but I have, I do get very odd about traveling. Like, yes, I've gotten better about it. And I talked about that and my experience with like going to New Orleans for my friend's wedding, but like, it makes me anxious in general to fly. Mm -hmm. So throw that in, throw in COVID. We're going to, uh, I'm very weird about going to elevation because I automatically assume I'm going to get elevation sickness. So throw in high elevation. It's just like, I oh, yeah. am. And, and so here it gets worse. So we're flying into San Francisco or we're, we're driving to Lake Tahoe. We're spending two days there and then driving to Napa and then driving back to it. <laughs> I'm just like, am I, am I okay for like, I'm validating myself that it's okay to feel anxious. Like when I write down all of the things that are like in one, like just why I'm feeling anxious. I'm like, okay, everything you feel is valid, Taylor. Yes. Like, that's Good. a lot. Yes. For oh. sure. That is a yeah. lot. Yeah. Travel, I'm surprised that travel wasn't, in the research I did, travel wasn't like high on stress and anxiety. Honestly. And then I'm thinking about mm -hmm. the airport. There's so many people who are like, uh, screw screw COVID, and they're just living their best life. And so I can only imagine what? Really? Like they're not, oh what? Gosh. Are they not wearing masks or something? They're wearing Girlfriend, masks, right? You need, to you need to take a trip to Dallas, <gasps> Texas. It's no. like they're wearing, they're wearing chin diapers. Have you heard of that? Oh, gosh. Yeah. They're not wearing it on their face. No. And I was even at the store the other day and this guy was on the phone and like he had to take his mask off to talk on the phone. Like, no, you don't. Yeah. 
I don't know. So anyways, I just feel like they're the people who are going to be at the mall. I mean, not the mall <laughs> at the airport. I don't know where that came from. Random. The people who are going to be at the airport are just wild animals. You know, like that's just how I feel. I'm like imagining like the holiday chaotic travel and then throwing COVID, you know? Oh so it's just like, it's, it's hard. And I know so many people have messaged me already and on like poll day have been putting like, I'm feeling so anxious about this year. Like with the holidays. Yeah. And I, I think like when when you when you think about it too, like one of the one of the reasons that causes stress that I just said earlier was loneliness. Like, I wonder if there's gonna be more people that are lonely because they're not gonna be able 100%, to see their family. One hundred percent. You know, they're gonna be like some people might not be able to to go and, and see, especially I think of like older people, right? Like the elderly, yes. people's grandparents. Yeah. It and breaks they might, my heart. They might have to Zoom or something, which, you know, thank goodness we can do that now. But like, I think also there's something about that everyone, if, if you know, you're listening to this and you're married with kids or like you have a family and you, um, you know, and, and you just are around these people all the time. I mean, a lot of people have been in the same household with these people <laughs> that they yeah. live with a lot. And so yeah. being the same people in the same space for a long time, you know, and doing th- that can be a, a lot too. So, well, and I- yeah. And going Go back to what you said about the elderly people, it's like what people don't realize and how selfish we're being when we don't take this seriously is we're prolonging them being able to leave their facility. We're prolonging people being able to visit them we are not thinking about them. I actually know a lady who was starting to have dementia. Her husband was able to see her every day and she's in a assisted living facility. Mm. Her husband was able to see her. Um, and then when COVID got really bad, they didn't allow any visitors. Well, now she doesn't even recognize him. Like she doesn't remember that that's her husband because with dementia, you have to keep exposing. Yeah. And so it, it's, it breaks my heart that like us young people are like, oh, it doesn't like, we might get it and like not be that sick. So like why no big deal, but it's like, we're not slowing down COVID by continually spreading it. Like we're going to continue to keep the numbers high if we keep doing all these things. And then we don't care about any of these elderly people who have not seen relatives right. and won't for the right. holidays. Yeah. Well, it's so interesting. Cause like I'm looking at my presentation that I did and just talking about like one slide that says, okay, here's how to cope if someone's lonely um, during the holidays. Let me just tell you all of the, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to read some of them because literally there's only one of them that you can still do that I suggested Aww. because of COVID. So like a local holiday or concert or community event. That sounds Aww. fun, right? If you're lonely, um, do you have coworkers or friends with no plans? Like maybe you have a potluck. Um, you can volunteer, go to a meetup or go to, and if you're, if you're like, if you have, um, if you're uh, believe in any type of religion, like you can go to synagogue or church or something like that. Right. Um, can't do any of those. No. Can't do any of those. But the one thing I put is find creative ways to connect with distant family, which creative ways would basically be virtual. So <laughs> that's the what. it's just so interesting how it's so different now with COVID. Like if you're feeling lonely this holiday, I would say that's probably the best, right? Like, like actually really make times to connect virtually with, with the people that you love. Yeah. Right. And it, maybe it's even not just the basic people that you see on the holidays, right? Like, Oh, connect with me, you know, mom, dad, sister, like maybe you ask yeah. your friends, 
where people, you know, you say, hey, let's maybe FaceTime or connect on Zoom for like 20 minutes or so just to say Merry Christmas on Christmas Day or, you know, a couple days before or whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, then the other the other thing is that I was thinking about is throw in some seasonal depression. I mean, I don't know about you, but like this time change and then like we had one gloomy, really cold day and I'm like, holy, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can take it this year. Like I definitely do get affected by seasonal, by the change in time. And then when it gets really cold and there's no sun and, and then throw in like all this stress, like I know that. It's just going to be hard and we all have to be like supportive of each other. And that's the best thing we can do. No judgment. Like, I think that's something we really need to focus on. And if you have toxic relatives that are going to judge you and are judging you, you know, it is okay to remove them from your life. 100%. That's like a huge part of what I had talked about when I was, when I was doing this presentation was there's a lot of people that have toxic family members and that's actually very triggering for them yes. during these holiday parties or events. And it's actually not a fun, jolly time. Like television no. tells you and like the Hallmark Channel tells you that no. it's everything's so jolly and amazing. Like it's really not like that for a lot of people. And so no. yeah, and so being able to, again, set your boundaries if you have toxic family members or toxic whatever people that you're around during the holidays, if you have to be around them, you know, set your boundaries and decide that you're not going to do that this year. That's totally okay. And honestly, people should be sensitive to not wanting to do things this year because of COVID. Like it literally, I'm surprised that if people start being like, oh my God, what? You can't come to my, um, you can't come to this. That is so annoying. Why? You know, like what, who cares? I, I, I think like, my- what? No, yeah. My, my age group is really like that. Like you're like, they're very like, you're not going to come. And like, so we had one of my friends got engaged and there was like a little engagement dinner. And uh, there was definitely judgment on the people who were like, I don't feel comfortable going. So. Right. It's definitely, I think my age group and then Gen Z, it's like, if you're embarrassed of COVID, it's like, we're young. Like we will be fine. Like, come on. But it's not about us. And that's what I keep trying to tell people. My age group is not, it's not uh, halting from COVID. They are finding ways. I just really hope that. Anyway, um, that's a shame. If you're listening to this, please really try and limit yourself. That's all I would say um, to be around people and stuff. And I know it's hard. The thing is, I know it's hard. People want, everyone wants to regain some sense of normalcy. This is like a, I'm, really no, diff- this is a traumatic situation. I'm down for a lockdown and I don't think we're going to get one. I've literally been checking the news every day, praying that the airlines will shut down just so that can be my way out. I know. I, I understand. <laughs> I get like, where you're please, coming from. But, please but shut down. <laughs> what What I'm saying is like, as much as the people you're talking about that are like, we don't care, whatever. Yeah. They are somehow responding to this trauma of a pandemic in the way that they know how. Yeah. It's almost like too much if they were to think about what it would really mean in reality. And it's not – I'm not saying that I'm giving anyone an excuse because it's not about them, right? It's about other people and making sure other people are safe too. But everyone responds – I mean, this is, this is trauma and this is yeah. very scary. This is a scary time and – 
um, people want to somehow and, and also be around like we we want to be around human connection. I mean, 100%. human human connection is what literally creates life. So, um, I will say though, there are a couple of things that you can do to like that I'm going to tell you about that you can really help take care of yourself. So, a lot of holiday self care can be really important for this time of year. And I'm going to give you some tips. So, and these are all pretty much COVID friendly, which is good. Um, but you might need to kind of up your self-care more, right, in the next two months. That's going to mm-hmm. be important. It really is. So I would say like a huge thing that is most important, and this is going to look different for a lot of people, but try and let go of like expectations you have about things, mm-hmm. right? So you might, if you decide to go to a family party or family thing going on, you might have all these expectations about like what it should be like when you go to this party or like Christmas Day or Hanukkah or any events, like the expectation of the presents you need to get or things you need to be or what you need to do. You know, for me, it was always like I was always single. So I'm like going to get the questions about who I'm dating or if I met anyone. Like, <laughs> it's always going to be the conversation. It's going to be awesome. And I always just like had a funny answer and then I changed the subject. But my expectation was like, okay, I'll get it. It's fine. And that's what it is. But um, also I didn't need to feel like – I didn't want to be like on all the time. You know, I didn't want to be like on the spotlight and – you know, so I, I kind of adjusted my expectations as far as people around me and was like, they might expect this of me, but, you know, I'm not going to let it control what I'm going to say. Um, so that can be that can be really helpful. Um, one other thing that can be really good, and again, this is self-care, is if you really feel like your mental health is kind of deteriorating a little bit, Obviously, with COVID, this whole year has just been a test on our mental health. But this time of year, like you said, the seasonal depression, there could be some signs of that. Um, I want you to see if you can find some support from a counselor or a therapist in your area. If you need some help on how to do that, you know, feel free to DM me. I try and respond as much as I can. I have a lot to go through right now. But um, calling your insurance company is a good start talking to maybe someone that you feel safe with or that you um, really feel like you trust about who might have a referral, but getting some extra support from a counselor can be really helpful during this time. Um, What do you, do you see, like, do you see a therapist? I don't know. You don't need to share that actually, but do you find, (laughs) do you get support? Do you get do you find support from like people around you or like professionally? Like that's like, that's something that this time of year for you is something you need to do a lot more. I definitely need to find one here, find something here. And cause I have only lived here for a little bit. Uh, So, okay. Okay. And then just with the pandemic, I've been thinking about it so much though. I think I need to find things. So I think therapy is awesome, but I th- I think when you have a specific thing, you need to find a therapist that s- works on that specific thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you mean like panic disorder specifically yeah, like I, or? Um, I don't think that's what I really – maybe like I think it would be good for like my fiance and I to do like uh, 
couples counseling and therapy. Like, I think that's the season I'm in right now. Yeah. Like, and I, and I've been pushing it off, but I think Mm -hmm. it's so important for anyone who's in in a relationship Totally. because sometimes I can have a hard time, like communicating how I really need to communicate. And I think Mm -hmm. having that mediator to help regulate, it's just, it's such a good preventative thing. You know, I've seen so many relationships and I know this is totally off topic, but I've seen so many relationships that, um, they wait too long. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is not off topic. This is actually awesome because I think this time of year is like when I talk about like going and seeking help from a counselor, like it doesn't need to be just for you. It could be like maybe for your family too. There's a lot of amazing clinicians that are family therapists and maybe you need some help to figure out your family dynamic and the chaos that's going on with everything, right? Or how to talk to your kids about what's happening. Um, Or if you're in a relationship and you don't have kids, you know, if you're a lot of couples are probably like living together and working together right now, like that has to be so stressful. I mean, why not just get some extra support? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I agree. Um, so yeah, don't, don't be, you know, remember we're, tr- we're the whole point of this podcast and my platform and Taylor's platform is to kind of reduce the stigma of mental health and just recognize that it's such a brave thing to do. So Reach out if you feel like you want to. Um, something else that's that I think is really, really important is to try and like stick to a type of routine if you can. Yeah. Right? Like you can still, even though it's different than it was, right, with school and like kids and all that stuff, you can still have like a morning routine. You can still try to have a morning routine or like some type of structure throughout your days that can make you feel because remember like routine and structure is really helpful for someone that has anxiety, right? Like we yeah. like predictability is good. Like we like to know what's going to happen next. <laughs> that's something that's, that soothes <laughs> us. So trying to find some type of schedule, you know, and some type of routine can, is still really, really healthy and helpful, especially this time of year. Um, this is going to be a hard one. I'm going to name one more. Okay. Okay. This is going to be hard. Well, actually two more. This one's going to be really, really hard because of COVID. But I want you to try and see if you can limit your use of technology. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree 100. I don't think it'll be hard at all. I I sometimes when I take a day of the week and I like literally don't get on Instagram, oh, it is so relieving. I mean, not even just Instagram. When I just don't feel like I have to be on my phone and I can literally put it aside because sometimes I feel like it is a source of overstimulation and yeah. the notifications are just like, ah, ah, each one, you know, it's like, what's that? What's that going to be? What's that? It's just, it's constantly stimulating the mind. And I think when you literally just like put it in a drawer and I even have to take my Apple watch off because I get notifications to my Apple watch. Which I've I've shut off recently. I've I've like uh, found a way to turn my notifications off my watch. But like that was worse. Oh my gosh, the buzzing on my hand. It's like, can we be more? Can we live in a more overstimulated oh my God. society? Wait, that is so funny because my boyfriend um, <laughs> has an Apple Watch. Yeah, I literally say all the time, I'm like, can you take that thing off your wrist? 
I'm like, <laughs> you need to have that on your wrist and your phone is literally three feet from you. And it's so important that you just need that on your wrist to know exactly what's going to happen right now. Like, and this is times when it's like not work hour. Like it's, we're, we're, yeah. we're not doing something that will require. Now I get it. He has children. So like, it's a yeah. different, it's a different thing. Like if something happens emergency, but like his, his phone is right there. Like he'll hear the emergency, but that, that right. thing, that constant buzzing is like, this is not, this doesn't, this doesn't mean anything is this, this scenario does not say anything that's present. Like there's no present in this scenario with that walk. Absolutely like, not. Absolutely not. You're not present here. You can't be. <laughs> it's like, it's like you're anticipating a buzz. Like seriously, like for a while I'm like, especially with the email. Oh my gosh. I was like, I gotta, like, I think one time I threw my Apple watch at a wall because I was just like, can't take anything else. Yeah. I was like feeling it. I was like, I am overstimulated today. And I just feel like it also like triggers neurotransmitters. The yep. just constantly staying on. Yep. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think everybody one day a week needs some type of social media might be if you have a good feed and like you follow pages that are like positive and don't leave you feeling overstimulated. It actually might be good for you. Oh, totally. But so but like, there's the thing though, you can schedule that in. Right, right. Schedule that in. Yeah. yeah. You want to be on social media? Fine. Schedule that. Every day you get 20 minutes. Yep. Go on that. Every day, the pages you want that'll make you happy. Awesome. Right. Print out right. some of those. You have a printer, print out some posts that you feel like are great that up make you so happy and put them around where you can see them. I mean, right. there's ways around it. But anyway, um, and then the last thing is limit your alcohol intake and try and like still eat a healthier kind of diet if you can. I will say, guys, not drinking alcohol. I haven't drank in four years, five years. It really did help my anxiety. Mm -hmm. It did. Yeah. I get, I get super, like even just a couple sips of alcohol and I'm, I'm anxious. Well, I mean, it's it's considered a depressant. Um, again, yeah. I talk about how I'm not a scientist all the time, but some <laughs> of the research that I know, it's a depressant. Um, so essentially what happens is – and people are like, what are you talking about? Like when I drink, I feel like so happy. It's like the best In time the ever. Moment. Right. And I'm like, no, the reason it's called that is because when you're coming down from it, the withdrawal yeah. from it causes anxiety and, and depressive symptoms. Yeah. So I would limit that. Yep. Um, as much as you can. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think so. Those are kind of, I, I have some other self-care tips and I I actually am coming out with a um, healing holiday anxiety course that you can pick up at the Anxiety Healing School. Um, also my seven day anxiety, my seven days of anxiety healing is starting in a couple weeks. I think it's December 7th. And there's a whole bonus lesson that I'm doing about holiday anxiety. So um, go, you can actually enroll in that now if you want the seven days of anxiety healing. Going to, go to the anxietyhealingschool.com. And there's going to be it's seven days, different challenges every single day. I go live every day on the special support group we have. Um, and the holiday lesson is going to be an extra lesson, extra live and bonus. It's going to be awesome. So that's that only happens for my December session. I do this course four times a year. So um, check that out. But yeah, so 
it's, it's, I think this, you're going to learn so much more about self-care and the holidays and all of that at that point. And so there's just so much more you can do with the holidays and trying to make yourself feel a little bit more joyous, especially right now, because even people that love the holidays that are like so excited to sit down and watch Hallmark and like decorate. Some people are decorating already. You know, they're so pumped. I mean, even people that are, you know, don't experience experiencing really any of anxiety or things that we're talking about are actually feeling anxious because of what's happening in our world. For sure. So, and we didn't get into this this one much, but the death of a loved one is actually maybe we can do a, a whole nother episode actually about like bereavement or something grief. along those lines and yeah. grief because um, how to sort of survive these next couple of weeks, especially if it's like the first year of someone you love that's died, like it's a first holiday without them. It can be, it can be really, really difficult. Um, and sometimes it's hard to know like what to do like what traditions to do, like and what to keep and what how to get through it. So, um, you know, that's just – I would just say be really patient with yourself and try and at least if you can be around the people that are in your household during COVID or find some support if you have lost someone, that, that could be – that could be really good. I think also creating new traditions sometimes when the person is gone can be really helpful and, you know – deciding kind of how you want to spend the holiday and also seeking help from a professional too, if, if you can do that. So, um, but anyway, you guys, I just hope that you have a good holiday. I hope you, we can have a good rest of the 2020. I'm so ready for 2021. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> like I, oh. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Um, but we appreciate everyone. Have such a good holiday and hope you are healing appropriately. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.